Opening scripture today, John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Hi, welcome to the Light of Deception. Thank you for checking in today and seeing what we're doing here at the Light of Deception. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some different courses that we're taking. So if you don't know, we have branched off into Anchor and Spotify and some of the podcasts that are out there. So that's pretty new for us. We're also on Rumble. So if you can come visit us over at Rumble and subscribe to that channel as well, that would be great. You'll find us on Gab, you'll find us on Getter, you'll also find us on MeWe, and we've been on Facebook for some time since the beginning, and also Instagram and Twitter. So we are on lots of different platforms. We're hoping to reach many people with the message of hope in these days, encouragement, and warnings in these days. The Live Deception simply is talking about how Satan himself can appear or masquerade as an angel of light, and so can his ministers. So be very careful in these days to make sure that you are following the faith, following the word of God, um, really plugging in to know him through his word, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, from cover to cover, and know the entirety of scripture is important. If we need the foundation to be able to know what we're heading into. Also, a lot of churches won't teach through eschatology, so make sure that your church is teaching through eschatology. Prophecy, the times and the seasons that we're living in, so you know exactly what's going on in the world, so you don't get caught up in the chaos and the confusion. But you're steadfast, set apart, a city that is on a hill. You are a pilgrim passing through. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father except through him. So if somebody is teaching some other doctrine, you got to be careful because it says in the Bible that you might well follow along, right? So be so vigilant in these days because there's so much going on and the devil never takes a day off. And that is what this is about today, is knowing that the devil's time is short. So he does not take a day off. I see him splitting through families. I see him in the churches. I see him where we're at work. And, you know, there is so many ways the enemy tries to destroy you. So he's going to destroy you if you have a strong marriage, and then he's going to find a weak link. If you have a strong church, you're going to find that there's people in there that are hirelings, and there are people in there that are causing division. If you are at a place um, in work where there's not many people of many faith, you might be sticking out like a sore thumb, right? And that's why, because the world cannot hear and see what you know. They, it means that you are an offense to many. So that's true. If you do not have eyes to see and ears to hear, you are tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, right? Then you are a sheep being let off a, a cliff. There is the flock, the true flock, for the true believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then there's a false church system. So how do we know the difference between the two? How do you know if you're steadfast and in the word? That's it. That's just describing it as very simple. You're learning and you're growing and you're in God's word and you're reading it chapter by chapter, verse by verse, cover to cover, like I said, and you're steadfast in prayer. You're not into anything mystical, anything that needs to be extra experimental where your emotions are leading you and your emotions will lead you astray. Time and time again, people said, I feel, I feel. It doesn't matter what you feel. What does the Bible say? Um, the Bible's going to overthrow your feelings because your feelings can lead you astray. Your imagination truly will lead you astray. So be very careful. The devil's in, obviously, 
movies, he's in television programs, he's on the radio, right? He's in the internet. He is everywhere because he is the power of the air. So a lot of people are tapped into all kinds of different of mystical things and thinking that it is Jesus. So be very, very aware, be sober-minded, be vigilant in these days, stay steadfast, so you're un you have unwavering faith, so you're not going to fall on this side or that side. You're going to stay right on the plumb line, the Word of God, and you're going to move forward. So in a chaotic, divided world, you are on the plumb line. The Word of God will lead you in all truths, right? That is so comforting that Jesus says, right? And the Lord says he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So he is with you always and he has gone ahead of you. So trust in him to lead you, right? And then his ways are not our ways. So we might be thinking something for ourselves, but really God has a different plan for your life. So seek his will above your own. That is very important too. It's so hard not to get caught in the crossroads sometimes too. And to just kind of think to yourself, why do I feel like I'm stuck and I can't go forward? I've been doing all these different things in ministry, but I just hit a wall. And now where do I go? You know, am I going this way? Am I going that way? Or am I just sticking here to the plumb line here? So stay in prayer. Know that the body of Christ is truly the body of Christ, so you're never alone. You, you know that the body of Christ is there to uphold each other, so make sure you're in a fellowship that is teaching through the entirety of Scripture, that is there to uplift you when you are down, and you can be the same for others. Proverbs 3, 5-6 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. Know that God is molding you, he is shaping you, he is refining you, right? You're being sanctified day by day, and he is not done with you. So we are not going to know everything, right, until we're face-to-face -face with Jesus giving an account for our lives, with the Savior of the world, with God, when you're face-to-face, -face, right? And when you draw your last breath or you're raptured with the church, and then we'll know in full. We only know in part, and it's clouded at this point. But trust in the Lord, because he knows the beginning, the middle, and the end. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I hope this is encouraging to you, and also remember to know your enemy. That is one thing that I have learned, is if you do not know your enemy, you do not know his schemes. But if you know your enemy, he will flee from you. That's a good thing to think about too, right? So you're going to resist him, and he's going to flee from you. And your word is your, the word of God, right, is going to be your sword. So I'm thinking about that too, as I always think about Jesus in the wilderness and how he was um, tested by Satan when he was so incredibly weak, um, hungry, thirsty, all those different things, and he was tempted by the devil, but you can't tempt Jesus, right? So he used scriptures to combat the enemy, and the enemy, ultimately, he said, stand behind me, Satan right? Get behind me, Satan. And so scripture is what won out and he fleed, fleed from that. And the angels came and gave him nourishment and, um, and strengthened him. So that's the thing too, is that we are learning through the battles and the trials and the tribulations of this life. And we're learning to count it all joy. How can you count it all joy when you are suffering in trials? Because you are being molded, you are being shaped, right? You're being, you're testing if your faith 
is at hand. So every time that you get through to the other side and you see how God used that trial and that tribulation to mold you, to strengthen you, where you can actually get to the point where you know that with Jesus all things are possible, but on your own and you're on your own strength, you're going to be exasperatedly, you're going to be so incredibly tired. But when you are weak, then he is strong. I always like to say that when you are weak, he is strong. So you get to the end of yourself. In this age where everybody is telling you to arrive at self, that self-love is the most important thing. But you're innately going to love yourself because we are prideful and people, right? And we do love ourselves. So then getting the, to the end of pride and ego also at the end of the, the, your rope, sometimes we have to hit rock bottom in order to look up, to truly look up and let God be your strength in these days. So remember that you're supposed to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul and love your neighbor as yourself. So you're naively going to put yourself at the end. A lot of people like to say joy, Jesus, others, and then yourself is last. So when you get to the point where you know that you're not leading people to you, that you're leading people to the Lord, that's all that matters is their salvation. And for them to come into a re true relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, then you'll know that the Holy Spirit will lead you in the conversation. Sometimes we prepare for what we're going to say ahead of times, and sometimes what comes out of our mouth is completely different from what we might have prepared for ourselves, which thank God for that because he should be leading, everybody should be leading you to the way, the truth, and the life. I hope and pray that this site, The Light of Deception, is helping you stay steadfast in these days and to look at the eternal perspective, the big picture, and not the narrow view, but the global view of getting people to Jesus as quick as you can. I hope this is something that you can leave with you, that can encourage you not to give up, to seek out people in the fellowship when you are feeling tired and weak, to be in prayer. And to know you are not alone. Until next time, thank you for listening. Bye-bye.